When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blue Talks. I thought you. All right, well, we really are on day four of Flip Your Script uh, Blue Talks Experience. So, welcome. We're actually already mid conversation with Lisa Stamper, who is a transformational life coach. Is that intuitive transformational life coach? Yeah. Um, and Lisa's just telling us a little bit about herself. I thought we were live. So, we had a whole five to seven minutes of chit chat, but um, I'm sure it'll come up again at some point, you know, during these next three hours. So sorry for the interruption, Lisa, but I just saw the live thing. I'm like, all well, of that I wasn't even live. I was like, hmm, what is that? All good. Perfect. He's not feeling the best. He's still numb from the dentist, remember? Uh-huh. Now, did you have that, did you have that ox, that stuff that makes you a little loopy? No, just a, uh, just a, like a big needle put into my mouth on both sides. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all good. Well, well, it would have been better if I said that then, Elise. Maybe, but it's okay. Now it's all that we're we're good. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so so pleased to be here. So, um, I like you said, I'm an intuitive life and business success coach. I also um, am a medium which I've been able to do since I was a kiddo. I didn't really know what it was, and it kind of freaked me out. But um, I'm sure. I fully embrace it now. So um, I'm an international speaker and a two-time best-selling author with um, our little Business Life in the Universe book that we did. I'm in volume four. And then I'm in another book as well called Woke. Um, I'm an online course creator and educator and founder of the Soul Aligned Success Strategy, which essentially teaches people how to live a rich, thriving life, all from soul. So we're talking like money from soul, business from soul, relationships from soul, health from soul. And it's completely awesome. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's soul-tastic. I love that. That's fantastic. Love it. Yes, I love the soul-tastic. We'll chat, you know, we'll chat at the end or later on about the whole soul-tastic thing. I do love that. Love it so much. So yeah, so I'm really, I beat the odds. Like I definitely beat the odds. I'm I'm a definitely tra- tragedy to triumph story. I went through a ton of stuff in my life. I'm a survivor of all kinds of abuse and, and alcohol and marijuana dependency and um, uh, abandonment stuff that I came through and my father being killed in a car accident. So, but I, what age were you, what age were you when he transitioned? It was actually only three years ago. So I was 38, but I was able to talk to him right away because I'm so connected. I knew 
but it was still horrific. And it, yes. and this is part of why I'm so passionate about soul and about being in alignment with our higher power or um, a higher order, because it can really set the foundation to be able to navigate life that no matter what comes up, you have a solid foundation that you're able to go from. Because if I didn't have that, I can't say that I'd definitely not be here today. You Well, we would have to chat with you there. Yeah. <laughs> with your dad. You'd be hanging out with your dad right now. Yeah. I don't mean to make light of it, but I have a no, whole, no. my pers- and I'm sure you can relate, like the perspective for me of transitioning, I call it, I call it a transition, is that we're just free of all of this stuff that we get caught yeah. up in. And I got to tell you something that's so wild because I get downloads all the time. And that was the one thing that's why I felt really connected to you when I listened to you speak before I least because I was like, oh my God, she gets it. She's real deal. She's authentic. So I really align with that stuff. And um, my hair just went up in the back of my neck. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, but one of the things that spirit has been teaching um, people right now is to take the word death and transition it to transition. And it's so fascinating because I love um, explaining the mystical or the spiritual and the the practical. I like blending it together. And so they actually took me back to like science and thinking about we go from matter to a Mm -hmm. gas. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's a great way because energy can never be destroyed. Can never, never, never. So yeah. Right. Super fascinating. Say it again. That just came up in the last week. So it's fascinating that you brought that through, of course. And I always ask, so what's your dad's name? Oh, Doug. Douglas. So I'm Douglas always like, Wendell. hey, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I named my baby I have after the... him. What? I named my baby after him, my son. He's got his middle name. So sweet. How old is how old is your son? Oh, he'll be two in November. Oh my goodness. He's old handbone. <laughs> Is that your only son so, or your only child right now? Yes, it is my only child. And he actually has my dad's color hair and none of the other grandkids do. So I was like, oh, dad, you put in your sprinkle. That's so mm-hmm. sweet. <laughs> right? I love it. I love it. And so I'm sure Doug is here today, too. So and I'd love to have more conversation about the medium side. I know that we're, I want to mm-hmm. talk about the coaching and all that as well. But I know that like when I work with clients and I'm kind of we're dealing with the fact that you know you joy and grief live in the on the same they're they're yes. first cousins they're first cousins because you wouldn't have so much grief and sadness if you didn't have that much love and joy on the, Absolutely. you wouldn't really care absolutely would be like, whatever um and i'm always like so what you know what what's their you know what's your father's name what's your mother's name what's your child's name And when that relationship, when you have that relationship, and I'm sure you experience personally and with your clients, like it's amazing because it it changes the perspective. Like nobody's gone. They're actually, I always talk to my dad. His name's Marty. And I'm always like, okay, you have, you have a way better view than I do. You have the drone view, right? You have the aerial view. You can see things and understand things that I can't see from where I stand. And if I, if I don't know what to do, I'm always like, dad. 100% make it happen absolutely love it so okay so anyway enough about Doug sorry but he took center stage right there okay so okay so you help people align with their soul yes essentially and it's like I said it's it's 
really aligning with that higher power, allowing inspiration and truth to come through for people. So I'll give you an example. So many people think um, A plus B equals C. If I, this person is doing this in business, so that means if I do it too, this is what I'll get. But really, we all have our own flow and our own way. And what's really coming on board right now um, on earth is this new paradigm going from force, push, struggle, strive, exhaustion into a more feminine, receptive, allowing, expanding, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's happening more and more and we're craving more freedom and we're craving time freedom and emotional freedom and, and financial freedom so we can do things that we love doing. And what we talked about before, and um, I don't think that was on the live part of it, but it's doing things that we need to do to fill our soul. And I'll give you an example. So I was really called um, last Friday, about a week ago, and I've been hearing it for about a, a, a year and a half to go to the beach, go to the beach, go to the beach. So I did, and I'd take my son there and et cetera, et cetera, but it never filled me. It never filled me Mm-hmm. as much as would I would it would be going myself. So I went by myself and I had six hours to myself the first time in two years because I had a baby in COVID, like, right? So you don't get to do the usual, you don't have the usual supports, you get, don't get to do the usual things. And I got to tell you, when we listen to those deeper yearnings within us, because we know the way, like we, we are guided all the time. And Um, It's getting our ego out of the way, putting our mind aside and actually taking those aligned action steps that will propel you forward. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because I had been sitting on um, tasks that I had been um, guided to do. But for like 44 weeks, I was just like, I'll get to them when. But I just didn't have the energy to do it. I didn't have the inspiration. Yes, I didn't have anything left to give. And I know to always follow the inspiration, wait till it comes. So then you're not forcing and pushing. Right. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I came back from those six hours with only the intention of going because I needed this alone time. And I came back and on Saturday and Sunday, I wrote two sales pages. I wrote welcome email sequences. I did a whole bunch of crazy stuff that should have taken me a month to do in three days. And I it flew through me like It's so wild. And that's part of what I teach is really filling yourself, coming from the deep, nourished place from within. So then we can serve from that space. We can show up to life in that space. Mm-hmm. Because part of the old paradigm of the push for struggle strive is also lack and scarcity. And that's why. We think that we have to do those things in order to like we have to work really hard in order to to get what we want. But that's not that's not what's true. So it's it's just right. into the allowing and the flow and the so gorgeous. I'm always like, if it seems easy and fun, do it. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And it's really fascinating how 
we're being called for more play and more freedom and more fun because we need it. I literally wrote down um, from a coaching session that I had with somebody about an hour before we hopped on here is alone time equals new inspiration and the freedom, the, the alignment, the recalibration to then come back whole. Does that make sense? Yes, for sure. You know, and one of the things that I even found for myself, I'm like a ser- I've been a serial entrepreneur. I've been a ser- serial solopreneur my entire life. Like my my brother uh, brother in law just asked me, "Have you ever worked in an office in your life?" And I'm like, "Never, never." Mm-hmm. Like I've never Not- sat in a cubicle. I've never sat in an office. Never done any of that kind of work. It's always been creating as a brand, architect, startups, and that kind of thing. But what and one of the things is really challenging too, like especially as a business coach, what I find with people who are entrepreneurs is recognizing that it's okay to play. Like that's why you're doing what you're doing. So you don't have a nine to five. So you don't have to sit there and an answer to someone else. But but I was finding myself having to sit at a desk and having to get things done until I recognize there's an art of being a solopreneur. There's an art of being independent. There's an art Mm -hmm. of being a business owner. And you can, like right now, I happen to be set up, you know, with my screen. But the truth of the matter is, if I was at the beach right now, like I would be, you know, live from the beach. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it's finding that balance and play. And we tend to and Corey, I'm sure that you get this too, especially, you know, with the coaching that you do is if it's too easy and it's too fun, we put that on hold. Like we tend to say, well, I can't do that right now because that seems too fun for me or too playful yes. or too easy. So we put what's really important from a frequency energetic standpoint, the vibration that makes the change, we put that to the side. Yes. And that is the very thing that will propel you. Sorry, Corey. That's the very thing that will propel you to next level. Yes. So I love that you help people connect to that because that's where the magic happens. That's where the change happens. That's where global change happens. Yes. 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 And, um, Spirit gave gave me a great analogy the other day. And it's like, if you think about it, kids laugh 70 times a day or something. And the study is like uh, adults laugh five times a day. Well, it's because they freaking play and they allow themselves the freedom and the joy. Right. We got to bring that back in so then we can come from a, a, a nourished, fulfilled space so then we can move forward. Absolutely. And part of it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interject. I, I was waiting to see. I wanted to try to jump in between, but uh, I'll let you keep going. Sorry, Lisa. No, go, go, go. You go. I'll chat after. I, I was just going to add in that I think the other thing, because I'll, I'll, I'll be the devil's advocate a little bit, is I, I feel like it's a guilt thing. Like we feel guilty if we're, we're playing yes. as an entrepreneur, but at the very same time, we're almost taught to feel guilty if our work is our play. So you hear all these people say, well, Ooh. He's a workaholic and, you know, he never has any fun. But like, give you an example, two examples, actually, really quick. One is um, I heard David Foster being interviewed by uh, Darren Hardy with Success Magazine one time. And Darren said to uh, David, you know, what's your play or whatever? And David Foster said, I feel guilty because everybody's like, you know, you don't go to the beach. You don't do this. And he was like almost feeling guilty that he works so much. And Darren said, well, what lights up your world? And he said, well, when I'm in the studio with Celine Dion and we just cut this track and blah, blah, blah. And Darren said, that's the thing. Your studio is your beach. Stop feeling guilty. You are on vacation. Yes. You, yes. you, love. 
And then it Absolutely. made me think of Seth Godin uh, talking. I don't know if you ever heard the Seth Godin quote, but he shared this yes, story. Yes, isn't it the magic cow? Or the, doesn't he have that book? The, he has the purple cow. The but purple cow. <laughs> the quote he said, he said he was at a beach one time and he's working on his laptop and it's like um, Monday morning and he's, you know, checking his blog. He posted his blog every day and he's on the beach posting his blog each day. But he wasn't on vacation. He just went to the beach. He just went there for a month to work. And he heard this couple walk by and they said, oh, that poor fella. You know, he comes on his two weeks vacation and all he does is work. And he responded in his head, that poor couple, they wait for two weeks a year to actually finally take a vacation. Why don't you set up a life that you don't have to escape from? Was his response. I mean, I'm in Maine right now in my R, like my RV traveling at the beach. I'm going on an oyster tour because I met these oyster farmers and I want to oyster farm at our retreat. So we're doing this like at a brewery. I met him because I took my e-bike to get like and I'm still working. You know, people are like, oh, where are you going away? I'm like, there's no away for me. Like I'm home. Like Love my it. office is with me, my home is with me, my play is with me. And I've been working remotely with my clients for years, way before the pandemic, because I need to walk my talk as a coach. I need to yes. walk my talk as a speaker. I need to live the life that I am teaching and helping other individuals create for themselves. 100%. And so I, I'm really inspired by you, Lisa, where you're like, oh, I came down and I had the download and I wrote the program and I wrote all that. You know, I had spent so much time feeling guilty or badly or like looking at myself going like, what's going on? Why am why don't I have these programs out there? Because that's not my jam. But when the retreat came and I was able to create a destination for people to have experiment, experiential experiences themselves and live that fun and live that joy and find that the, those perspective shifts in real time, that's where things started growing. So it's about finding what works for you. Yes, on all levels. It's following your freaking heart. That's all you need to do. Follow Say that again. Heart. It's following. Yes. following your freaking heart. That's all you need to do. But that's it. That's it. That is it. We have our musings. We have our desires. We have all of those things in us because they are for us. Literally, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be given the visions. We wouldn't be given the desires. We wouldn't be given those things if we weren't meant to have them. And we've mm -hmm. been taught, especially um, growing up in a North American society that work, 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 or it has to be harder. You have to work long hours or you can only get Fridays and, or Saturdays and Sundays off. And then, you know, you, you have to sacrifice this to get this where it's, it's just not true. It's just a belief that we bought into from what we're taught and what was passed down as children of, we have to put other people first always you always have to put other people first. Um, you, you know, you come last, your needs don't matter, whatever it is, especially for women, we're expected to take care of all these people and juggle 10 million things where really, if, you know, the airlines have it perfectly correct, if we don't fill our oxygen, we need our oxygen mask, you have to do that first. And then everything gets to explode. Like, I never would have thought that my life would be the way that it is. But it is because you follow your soul, you follow your heart. 
And what are and your thoughts around balance then, Lisa? And again, didn't mean to interject. Um, I always try to read whenever the conversation is ended, but they, sometimes Love I overlap. But you sure um, you didn't have that gas at the dentist. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Um, well, you but I love your You're normally so on point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, who knows, right? I might be off a, a little tick, probably. Um, one thing you said makes me think of Lisa Nichols, like about the putting of the mask on first. And uh, I said to her about the idea of having your cup full, and she said, Corey, you're not ready. I, at least you've heard me share this before, but Corey, you're not ready to fill your cup when it's full because then you're depleting your cup again. It's only full. You need to have your cup overflowing into a saucer before you start filling to somebody else because you can't, if you're only at a hundred percent and you start giving, you're now less than a hundred, Well, you want to stay at a hundred. So it should be overflowing. But what I was going to ask you about both of you, actually, your thoughts around this idea of, we always say, how do you get balance? And to me, I'll say first as an entrepreneur, to me, balance is whenever what at least said, you love what you do so much. You don't actually say I'm stopping working and I'm starting life or I'm stopping life and I'm starting working. To me, that's balance because I don't think we're ever going to get 50-50. I did 50% of my work. Now I'll start my 50% of my fun time. What are you guys' thoughts around balance? I think it's different for an entrepreneur perhaps than a, a traditional employee that goes nine to five. But what are your thoughts around balance? Like, Do you think there is such a thing as balance or do you think balance is overlapping in the fact that you love what you do at all times? So what I think balance is, and actually I... I I've just created this thing called productivity from soul because it's balanced. And it's funny that you say that because I was going to talk about balance um, before and then I kind of got off topic and forgot. Um, but what truly balances is you need to figure out what is important to you in all life areas on all the little family, friends, social, like it doesn't matter what it is, but if it's important to you, then those are your little nuggets that you then got to all fit in and fill up. So then it's not just, you know, even if you do work, you love for myself, um, I've chosen to only work part time and, and, um, you know, create a great income so then I can spend time with my family so then I can travel so then I can speak wherever I want to and do all the things and serve all my people from a laptop lifestyle. That's my choice because that is something I truly desire in my heart. And so it's, it, I don't feel like it is a, a, an A plus B equals C linear thing. I feel like it is whatever is right for you figure out all the things that are important for you. And then literally what I do is time block it. I time block it and I'm like, okay, I'm allowing this for this. This is for this. This is for this. So then things don't go by the wayside because it's really easy to all of a sudden let things slide. It's really building that foundational alignment practice of these are things that I want. You know, I'm going to have this into my schedule or figure it out this way because that is what I need to do to keep on track. That's what I feel like balance is for me. Right. And so I'll infuse what balance is for me. And then we'll have three different perspectives. So I see, so I'm going to make a food analogy. So the umbrella brand, because I'm all about creating these brands, is called Yum Life. Y-U-M-L-I-F-E. And that's finding the umame of your own life, right? That sweet mm -hmm. spot, that balance. So I see everybody as being their own signature dish. Yes. Right? So so as opposed to me, I like stews. I like soups when things marry together and the flavors all come out. So for me, as opposed to blocking time out, I'm a big intention setter. Like if I can see that, if I can get really clear, I call it 
if it could fit on a bumper sticker, then I've actually gotten to the root, like to that, like the, the, the sauce of it, right? So once I figure that out, I can tap into the source and I let the universe take over the rest. And what I do is I follow my inspired, I follow the inspired thought and I just take action. I don't talk about it. I don't question how crazy it sounds. I take action. I take inspired action. And to me, those are the steps. That's the universe guiding me as crazy as it might seem to how things come together. And they might not come together right away. Like I've been working on these these smart communities, the future of innovative neighborhoods for years, way before all of, you know, the, my whole mindset, architect, life coaching. And now it's all coming to fruition in a crazy way that I would have never anticipated starting and, 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 and buying an old motel and turning it into an everyday retreat and using it as this foundation and recognizing that's that's where I am contributing. That's my purpose is to create experience places where people can have experiences. So everybody has their different alignment. And yes. it's following that gut yes. cue. It's following the inspired action. Yes. And it's and it seems too fun and it seems too easy, right? Like this is like what I hear. Yeah, but that's I can't do that yet because it's too fun. Eat your but dessert. Because we've been conditioned. Dessert just first. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And yes, if you can yes. look at the fun stuff, going to the beach and, you know, just like going off on a whim and doing something that's not in that plan that you have, that's your dessert first. And that's where the, that's where the magic happens. That's where Gorgeous. things start to show up from nothing. Yes. Yes. From, yes. And that's, and that's for me, that's where I find my balance. And there's, and there's conflict. There's internal conflict because it's not really the way it's supposed to be as this. And I interview a lot of people. I meet a lot of amazing thought leaders who do it a very specific way. Corey, you know this. When I came to San Diego, I was having such a challenge because my fiance was like, do you want to like practice your speech, you know, your talk with me? And I've been speaking and running clubs and support groups forever. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm an improv speaker. Like I get up and I improv and I had such anxiety thinking that I had to like have this talk pre like, I don't know, written and, and, and know what I was doing. And when I let that go, Corey can tell you, like I had, I mean, I knew my content. I knew my, I had my intention and I got up there and I nailed, I mean, I nailed it, but I had nothing written. I didn't practice anything. And that's where I did my best. Yes, because that's following you, your flow. That's following your own flow, which is all we just need to do. It it doesn't, it's not a computer. But don't you find that sometimes we compare ourselves? I'm like, there's going to be all these other speakers up there. Usually I'm oh, running 100%. on show, I wasn't on stage with all these other speakers before. And I'm like, but they're doing it this way. And now I have to. And it just didn't feel right. It was awful. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And then yeah. I was like, forget it. I'm just going to do it my way. And that's all you need to do. That is 100% what keep people stuck is like, oh. This person made a million dollars, so I have to do it this way. And then it doesn't work. Well, because they're not following what, like, um, Spirit is downloading a book to me right now. And it, it's a success code is what it's called. And it's success from soul. And it is um, um, be, do, have, right? Like, you, it, it's being yourself is all you need to do. And what's wild is when I coach people, they don't remember often what it's like to be themselves because they've overgiven themselves so much mm -hmm. to other people 
they're tap themselves dry. They don't even know things that they enjoy or like doing anymore. Right. So it's exactly spending yeah. so much time trying to get rid of what they don't want that. Yeah. Flip your script. That's why I created these bands because people were like, so my clients were so focused on what they didn't want. When I asked them what they did want, they kept telling me what wasn't working. And I'm like, I'm not asking you what's not working. I'm asking you what you want. Like what we're like, and it was so hard. So I wanted to create a reminder that just flip your script. If you, if you keep talking about what you don't want, at least stop for a second Gorgeous. and start thinking about what you do want. Gorgeous. So when you work with clients, I've just, well, there's two questions, big questions. My one question is, did you have an aha flip your script moment? Like where your belief and your perspective shifted from all of this trauma that you were going through and all of this stuff that was happening? Oh, a hundred percent. Everything in my life was stripped from me. It's a, I went through the proverbial um, dark night of the soul and, but I knew that it was for me. Do you know what I mean? But that was the turning point. It was like, <clears throat> excuse me. It was like, I was always intuitive as a kid. I didn't know what it was. It freaked me out, blah, blah, blah. I went through all this tragedy. Everything was stripped from my life, but it was stripped. So then it could come from a foundational place of me being me in alignment, not being apologizing anymore, showing up, doing me, doesn't matter what other people say and being in alignment with myself, with my truth, with knowing that, you know, taking what I'd been through and instead of um, wallowing in it or replaying it or focusing on what I don't want, because then a practical law of the universe is what you focus on comes to you, right? If whether you comes, want it or not. <laughs> whether you want it or not, we're creating all the time, whether we know we are or not. And we can tell the quality of our thoughts by what is showing up in our life. That's why I so appreciate that you show up in my life because you're a message that I'm, we're on the right path, Corey. Mm -hmm. That's how yes. I see it. I'm like, every time I meet somebody amazing, I'm like, ha. Okay. I'm just going to keep And I just got goosebumps as confirmation. So there you go. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm, I'm in the agreement and on the, the same page uh, in terms of that idea that we like, and still around that same theme, we, we beat ourselves up trying to be somebody else or what somebody else did. Or like we said, this is the way they did it. So we have to do it. Like you said, here's how we make a million dollars. So I have to do it too. And it makes me think of uh, two of my things that I did over the years. One, for instance, when I launched my podcast, I, what I did was I actually had a newspaper previous to that. And I brought a lot of those clients over to be sponsors on our show. And so the first month before we had any any listeners at all, we brought in around I think around $25,000 in sponsorship. And you know, and that's for a podcast, not a lot of podcasts make money. So to already be at that level before you're even getting listeners, I thought was pretty cool. And I was telling people that were saying, "Oh, I need to monetize my podcast soon and all this." And they said, and I told them how I did it though. They just say, "How did you do that?" And I told them that basically, look, I, I offer packages like $300 for two months, but not you don't just get a spot in the show uh, and, uh, and mention on the show. We're also going to do this, this, and this. Like, I'm going to promote you uh, live. I'm going to promote you uh, on Facebook. Back then, you could put uh, links on the things. So we're going to put your website on and all that. And I had people say to me, you can't do it that way. That's not how John Lee Dumas teaches it from Entrepreneurs on Fire. And so then I got an interview with John and he said, uh, he said, I heard you monetize your podcast early. How'd you do it? And I told him, he goes, dude, that's brilliant. I love that. Yes. And I, and I said, people told me I'm not doing it the John Lee Dumas way. So I'm not supposed to do it that way. He goes, who made that rule up? I didn't read that book. So, you know, but the funny part is everybody, because John was the first guy to basically, that people knew of to 
turn a podcast into a million dollar business within a year. Everybody said, you got to do it John Lee Dumas way or not at all. And here's what happened. The, the end result of that, and I had Kate not on not that long ago, which is his partner, and brought this up, is that's all people when we started, they were all trying to kind of John Lee Dumas podcast. So even their interview style, like John asked 12 questions and he would say, you know, let's give us like uh, Elise says the, the mind seats. He'd say, uh, let's give us some value bombs. So then people started saying, what's your knowledge nuggets? They just changed the wording, but they were still being John Lee Dumas light. And guess what happened? Two and three months later, all those shows dropped off and disappeared. Right. But he was doing it the wrong way, you know, 11 years later, still as a podcast. And because it was so, his way. It was his unique, authentic way. His genius. It was his, his way of doing it. And I found a different way and both worked and neither one was wrong. But it's yes. funny, it's the point of what you guys are both mentioning, it was funny how many people right away said to me, well, you're not supposed to do it that way. And then to finish that off, when I started speaking and I was getting paid early on, I had other speakers say to me, oh, you're not supposed to be getting paid this early. Do you want <laughs> me to go and give the money back? I don't understand what you're saying here. But they're like, well, then you're not supposed to. And I said, well, show me the rule book. Show me the rule book that says that and I'll give the money back. Of they're like, well, I just mean you're not supposed to be able to do it. But why? Who wrote those rules? So the point is, I think too often. So it's right in your soul. So that's where the whole soul tastic, or I just use the term because. But the I love whole it. I love it. Connecting with your soul comes in because it's your soul way. Really, it's your soul way. Yes, it's your Ooh, unique. I like that too. Your genius. Like actually, Marnie said. What a soltastic interview. Just that, so the, the word is already catching on, just so you know. Thanks, Marnie. <laughs> Listen, we'll just, you know, put that in the whole coin, like coin the word, you know. I'll just brand y'all. Come on over. You need you need your term, your your whatever, what do they call it? Your uh coin Logan. your whatever. Logo, slogan. But I think you're soltastic anyway, Lisa. So there you oh, go. Oh, thank you. Well, funny that you say that because um, soul aligned success strategy came to me in a download. Like it's not something that was forced. It came through and then it exploded. It took off like crazy. Of course it is because we get the idea, which is what the inspired action is. And then we move forward. And here's the thing. It's not that we're not scared. We're scared. We we're, we have fear, but we do it anyhow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great quote. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And oh, yeah. I want to put this up too. Marnie is saying that, uh, she wants to, once we share how people can connect with you, she wants to be able to connect with you possibly for a reading. Uh, so I just want to put that out there. It's just so I we know, don't. I want one. I want one Yay. too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be so fun. I love it. It's so wild because when you work with spirit, you get results so quick. And that's what's different from my coaching to other coaching is we really let spirit lead the way because we always, I mean, I love that you talked about intentions before, at least because I, I, everything I do is from intention and I did big intentions before, um, you know, we came on this show and we always set the intention for the highest good, greatest interest, most amount of healing, you know, and that it really truly is authentic and genuine and full of integrity. And it, it Ooh, I love the, the word integrity, integrity, big word, big huge, word. huge. Awesome. So where can we find you? Oh, awesome. So on my website, www.lisastamper.com, it's literally like a stamp er.com. I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. I can give you all I my like credentials you. if you want. Um, I'm on Instagram, you know, all the play, all the usual places. You'll see. You, I think you got some friend requests from me. I liked you. I followed you. Oh, I so love it. I love it. Love, it. love uh, it. And if you can put that in the comments too, I know Corey, you're 
you've shared this interview, you know, you share the live with all over the place, but I know for sure for the blue talks, flip your script group, it would be great if you can put it in the comments there, um, you know, how people can find you. Cause they do, you know, people come back, they watch the replay and I know that they're going to want to reach out to you and, and be able to tap into some of their soultastic um, ways of being as well. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I would be honored. I'd be honored. And, and that's one of the things that I just wanted to, to say that, you know, your past doesn't have to define you. Like I said, I, I beat the odds. It, it shouldn't have been possible. Like kind of what Corey was talking about. That can't be done that way. Right. But it's, it's, I'd love and be honored to, to, to show you how. Yes. I'm so I'm going to be reaching out for sure. Yay. I'm excited. Yes. I'm always down for a reading. I'm good. I'm like easy and effortless. Like that is Absolutely. my theme. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yes. Any insight I can get from places that I don't even know exist, I'm in. Right? So wild. So I know Maybe we have- we can do it live. Oh my Are gosh. I do it live all the time for people. I'd love to do it live. Let's do one. I'm going to bring you on a Flip Your Script Friday. Yes, please. And maybe oh, we could do like a live reading yes. and we could do like a tapping set. You could pick something yes. we can clear and we could do this interactive yes. thing. I'm in. Let's okay, do it. hundred billion times in. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Corey, you can pop in if you want, or you could just watch from the sidelines. Yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll circle back and I'll figure out which way we do it. Uh, I even do it for big groups. It's wild. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. and I was going to say, Elise, you always like, I, I mean, I know we have our next guest backstage, but we still have a couple of minutes. So Elise, I didn't know if you want to ask about the mind seat question you always ask. Well, I mean, I feel like I got them. I got um, from what I pulled is follow your heart. I mean, that's a good yeah. mind seed. But so I do ask our guests. So if OK, so I believe that these we have these mind seeds and thought weeds. The thought weeds are these weeds that take up all the space and keep us from growing the life that we love and love ourselves in. And then we have these mind seeds that if we could focus more on those as we're flipping our script and plant these seeds of perspective and intention, what would you do? You have a seed of a perspective or intention, as I call yes. it. Yes. Oh, I love it in their mind. I love that, and I also love your analogy, like the seeds and the weeds. I love that. So thank you. I'm oh, actually going to adopt that and use that to help people. If you don't mind, I love that. Absolutely. So I will absolutely give you credit because I also think that that's important too. But um, being your authentic self, not caring what other people say, but really truly embodying all that it means to be you is the key. That is the key. It is the key to all the things, to the success, to the happiness, so to, the, right. to the money, to the love, to, to everything. And um, that doesn't mean that things won't come up because of course we're going to brush up against like limiting beliefs and some weeds that will come up as we step into our light and our remembrance and our knowledge, but that's okay. That's why you, you know, you can have different supports to help to guide you through that. But really it's yes. just call Lisa. She seems like a great yourself. support. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Just be yourself. It's true. But you know what? So here's here's a tip that I'm going to give you all. Like how to know, like if you're stepping into your authentic self, I call it free falling into the land of WTF. You <gasps> feel like you're going to jump off a cliff into the land of WTF. You're probably stepping into your authentic self. Yes. And do you know what's so wild for me? When See, I didn't say the F word. 
Corey. Oh, I love it. Oh, but see, I also swear a lot, so I'd be okay with that. I do too, but now I'm respecting our platform. Love it. Love it. Okay. Love it. Um, it was funny because I kind of felt into that a little bit and I was like, no, this isn't quite the, quite the place. But um, one of the things is that what I really feel the biggest breakthroughs for people come where they're like, <gasps> I can't free falling into the land of WTF. Just yes! jump, just jump, just freaking jump, just jump. I got goosebumps everywhere. Just saying that. And it's, and it's true, like a lot of clients, and I'm sure you guys both see the same thing, like especially when I'm working with chronic pain, clients who are just in chronic pain, and we're getting to the root of like what's happening. Um, and they're, they have a relationship to this pain. There's something that they, if they let go of it, then they're going to lose something else that they don't even know that they have. And they are, they're holding on. Maybe their relationship with I had this one, I'm just going to be really quick because I know we have to go, but I had this one client and she had MS. And when she got MS, the relationship with her husband got way better. He used to travel. He used to be there. She was on her own. But when she got MS, he stayed home more. They, they spent more time together. And she even said it to me. She goes, like, actually, I don't even want to get rid of it because I like the relationship I have better with my husband now. We work through it. But I mean, that's key. So think about that, too you guys like what are you holding what is the connection that you think you're going to lose if you let go of what's uncomfortable and really yes. managing the crap in your life because so many people get comfortable with their discomfort because it's what they know they're scared to take the leap or there's a connection did something get better in your yes. life the crap oh i love feel? that Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I mean, it's it's interesting to see what keeps us connected to some of this crap. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Love it. So, on well, that note. Lisa, this has been an absolute pleasure. I knew it would be. Thank and you. Uh, I want to call it uh, I mean, this is my normal thing, but it, it is truthful is I want to call it a to be continued. Uh, Lisa's already started to make arrangements to make sure it's a to be continued in general. Yeah, for sure. We're we're yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I can leave you two to to circle back and coordinate stuff on the outside in, but mm -hmm. I definitely want to bring you back on, Lisa, whether it's for this or one of my other um, platforms. So, I mean, I, I love your energy. I love what you're doing. I love what you're teaching. And uh, I love that you and Elise just took the, the what do they say, the, the horn and ran with it, uh, you know, while I'm dealing with my apparently uh, being gassed up at the dentist that I don't like. <laughs> so, you look like you're feeling better. I, well, yeah, I feel like I am. I uh, I totally do. So yeah, so but thank you for both running with it. This has been fantastic. And uh, we'll let you run, Lisa, so we can bring our next guest on. But again, I just want to thank, thank you, you so much for joining us today. Thank and I'm you. excited to see all the things that come from this. And uh, just so you know, Elise, uh, Lisa does uh, do readings and share them inside the Blue Talks author group. So I don't know if you're inside the author group yet, even though you're going to be an upcoming author. So we need to get you I in. I am, I am, I am. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.